0: I got a lot, lollipops. <laughs> I got so many lollipops. This is Penn Sunday School, <sighs> and to our listening ears, oh, all nature sings and round us sings the music of the streets.
1: Here we go. This is Penn, Penn Sunday School. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly, and we are broadcasting from Show Creator Studio South, because Penn is back in town. Woo! He went to England. He went to Spain. I mean, Granny and I did some stuff during the month as well, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so excited to hear about all the shows of Penn Teller in England, as well as your Penn & Hondro shows. Here he is, preaching the love, pendulum
0: Yeah, preaching the love. I'm back. I got to tell you, when you say your name now, it sounds wrong to me. Because Hondro does it so clearly as three syllables. Donnelly. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him, you know, we say Matt Donnelly. Yeah. He goes, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I I think it's less
1: Irish and more Jersey to make it two syllables. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, we're just in a rush. <laughs> you know. There's stuff to do in Jersey. In Jersey, bacon egg and cheese is one word. Salt pepper ketchup is one word. <laughs> salt pepper ketchup? Oh yeah, so if you if you order a bacon egg and cheese at a bagel shop, yeah. They'll go salt pepper ketchup. <laughs> one option. You can't, have one, you can't have two of those things or one of those things. It's one option, yes or no, on salt and <laughs> pepper ketchup.
0: Salt and pepper Well, did you know, I just knew this recently. Yeah. I, 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 you'd think I would know this. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band yeah. was because Mal Evans said salt and peppers and Paul thought he said Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. I, that's, uh, yeah, you can't imagine taking taking a small bit and to turning into an icon that lives for a century <laughs> yeah. is pretty crazy. I think that's all you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, You know,
1: yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so you got to. Well, I guess I want to hear about the Spain stuff, but it sounds you got to hang out and really dig some Beatles stuff. We did a is, lot of stuff
0: with Giles Martin. That seems a lot of stuff with Giles. Pretty awesome and unique. And something else I'm not going to talk about, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you I'm not talking about it. Yeah, is I uh, there's a chance. That Bobby Fingers, who does the Mel Gibson, Steven Seagal, Michael Jackson, so far.
1: Oh, if you haven't seen those diorama dioramas on YouTube,
0: it's it's the, one of the greatest. It's inventing a new art form. Yeah, I think I might show up in his next one. What? I think I might show up in his next one. That's all I'm going to say. That seems seems impossible. It but does there, seem impossible. so much of my life seems impossible. <laughs> um, I I don't really know how to talk about this. Um, I did it. I did a show in Spain. Yeah. I did it. But we last
1: left off on air. You were making sure that you're going to dedicate time each day in England to speaking to someone in Spanish for two hours.
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> um, I'll tell you why. Uh, I was just trying to learn my monologues for the show. Right. And after doing an hour and a half of that, I was exhausted.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
0: exhausted. So I was walking around everywhere. I mean, it became the long-suffering Glenn mm. and now the long-suffering Teller. <laughs> uh, you know, three-hour car rides where they're trying to do whatever you do, passing time, I'm mm-hmm. going, um, constantly. Constantly. Constantly at that volume <laughs> coming out of me everywhere. And um, you know Ben Hart? Yeah, I was walking through Birmingham. I mm-hmm. was uh, like that. Yeah, walking, and Ben Hart ran over and said, "Hi, Ben." And I said, uh, "Hi," and he said, "Do you want to join us for?" And I said, uh, "I'm kind of." And he said, "You're studying." It's clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really was all the time. Before I went to bed when I woke up, everything. Oh, wow. i trying to memorize that. And Hondro confessed to me that he didn't think I was going to do it. He oh. didn't think I was going to be able to.
1: Just thought by the time you really circled around to how hard it no, was. No, no, no. He thought
0: at the beginning that I wasn't going to learn Spanish. Oh. Then when he, when he thought we should do a show, he thought we weren't going to do it. Then we set up to do the show he thought it was going to fall through. Uh, and then when I showed up to do the show, he thought it was going to fail. Oh, man. <laughs> he said it's just too hard. What Hondro said was, <laughs> he said, would you come out and do the broken bottle juggling? The whole audience is going, well, of course you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was um, writing jokes in a second language. I was ad-libbing in a second language, and I was doing complicated monologues in a second language. That's... But that's not really the most important thing. I have never experienced a better audience. It was insane. Now, these people, we were close to sold out three months beforehand. Yeah. And it's a 400-seat theater. Yeah. Or three-something. And it's gorgeous. Yeah, and it's beautiful acoustics, and it's a beautiful theater, and the audience had people in it. I mean, a dozen that I heard about that went from seeing Penn and Teller in London or Birmingham, yeah, to seeing Andrew and Penn in uh, in Valencia, catching both shows. Yeah, there was one guy who planned everything and came from Canada, flew to England for his vacation to see us in England, then flew down to Valencia to see us in Valencia. That's nuts. Yeah. Let me tell you how good the audiences were, okay? The audiences were this good. After the show, a guy held up a poster, okay? Mm -hmm. I thought, well, he's just got a pen and tell the poster he wants me to sign. He was waiting around afterwards. And he said, no, no, the poster's for you. And he held it up, and it is the most Dipshit picture of Chris Angel. And it says, Chris Angel, tiene una pregunta. Tiene una pregunta. Chris Angel has a question. <laughs> That's how good the audiences <laughs> were in Valencia. There were people that really, uh, there were magicians from everywhere. And looking out of the audience was really funny because Andrew would say, we talk in Spanish about fool us. And Honda would say, as a matter of fact, there are tonight three people who fooled you. Why don't you stand up in the audience? <laughs> and then he said, we also have uh, three FISM winners. Would you stand up? <laughs> and he'd say, also, the most famous magician, you know, Junkie, yeah. stand up. And you'd have like eight people every show standing up, waving to people. And Honda would say, so you could feel very safe. If Penn and I die, you'll have a better magic show. <laughs> <laughs> so these are really good magicians in the audience. And that was every show. Wow. Every, I mean, Danny. Danny. Hector. Yeah. Junke. I mean, they're all there. Yeah. Woody. Mm. Woody had shows all those times. Oh. Woody was so pissed. <laughs> but there were magicians from France. And Italy, Greece, it was it was just amazing. Well, it was a crazy event to yeah. pull off. And we were getting two standing ovations a show, which I've never experienced before. I don't think I've even been in an audience that did that. Right. Maybe in rock shows, I suppose. Yeah, 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 but still. Uh, that was amazing. And the ovation when I came on stage was incredible. We just couldn't get started. They, they were such a wonderful audience, cool. fabulous audience.
1: Well, I imagine, maybe I'm wrong, but America, we're used to people coming here. Mm-hmm. Used to be, if, you're, if you're famous somewhere else, you'll come here and do shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. to have an American magician go to Spain and then learn the language to perform at it, it is a pretty <laughs> unique
0: feat. And there, there was posters out front that said, you know, Hondro and Penn sold out. And I was standing there outside waiting for Andro to go to lunch because you have lunch in Spain. (laughs) These four college-age women, I guess, walking by, and one of them says, this is an almost perfect impersonation, there's no way Penn and Teller are in here. And I said, uh, well, one of them is. And she turned and went, oh, my God. (laughs) And I said, your English is very good. And she said, oh, we're from the United States. I said, I I I was kidding. (laughs) And by I was kidding, what I really meant, and they didn't understand, was your English isn't that good. (laughs) You speak like a California ball girl. (laughs) So what was your last show in England? Last show in England was the Hammersmith Apollo on uh, on Sunday.
1: Okay. So there, the rest of the whole Penn and Teller team, Teller, Glenn, everybody heads back to the States and you go to Spain? Or on
0: vacation. Or vacation. Most people took four days. Teller went to Barcelona. Okay. Uh, Glenn went to Monte Carlo. Okay. Zeke went to Italy. Oh, wow. So everybody's like, that's smart. That's nice yeah, too. Grab, you know, all the all people grab is four or five days. Right. So we finished Sunday night. Yeah. And then Monday, I flew to uh, Valencia. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it was really funny, really funny. Cause I'm in the airport and this guy comes up to me and says, uh, So is Hondro picking you up? <laughs> I said, Yeah. And he went, <laughs> We saw your show uh, Sunday night, saw the big picture of Hondro. Then we saw you here and figured he must be picking you up. I said, well, he is. He is picking me up. And He said, not really. I said, really? As I walk out, you'll see him running up with his bald head. He'll be here to greet me. And he, it turned out that he saw our show, but he was he didn't know about our show here. He'd been out of Valencia. Didn't, I mean, oh, Valencia. yeah, yeah. And Andrew picked me up. And we went out to a uh, really nice restaurant. The uh, server came over. She started talking, and I went, I'm so fucked, Andro. I don't understand a thing. I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked. And he said, oh, yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, we haven't got a chance. And then by Wednesday, we were saying, oh, I wish we were in that submarine down by the Titanic. (laughs) We would have so much more hope.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's also funny about Hondro's performance style, which like he is really ready to rock with whatever you were going to bring on the stage, whether it was something or nothing.
0: Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was just going to be like, all right, here we go. Hondro said, here I am saying something that somebody said, no one can ever know this, but I've worked harder on this show than any of my shows or any show I've ever been involved in in my life, including the TV shows. He said, and I know, You've worked harder on this than any panel show, <laughs> and I said uh, yes. And he said, "And we're pouring that all into a four-seat theater." <laughs> I said, "Yeah," but it's amazing the way the way Spaniards work. Yeah, I didn't do jack shit. <laughs> they ran around me working really hard, right? But they work their asses off. Then at two thirty, they stop for lunch. Period. Two hours, leisurely lunch, properly served lunch, sit down, enjoy the lunch, talk about the day, talk about stuff going on, two full hours. This is deadline with a gun to our head. And then get up at 4.30 and work right until 11.30, midnight, boom. But that two hours, they take it, they enjoy it. They might live better over there than we do. And it's secretly I think we do too.
1: I think we take an hour for lunch and then we drag ass for an hour <laughs> at work. And then we kinda get back to work after that. Yeah. yeah. We schedule a meeting that, that really could have been an email and we sit <laughs> and we chat and, and, and all that stuff. So I, I, I think they have it right. They're just more honest. Yeah. It Two was, hours.
0: It was it was it I I love being over there. And Alejandro said at the end, I never want to hear that nail gun monologue again in either language. I'm so fucking sick of it because they're carrying props and building props. And I'm going, that's all I was doing. So everybody that was working with us would hear me going over the script at that volume all the time. And Honda would say, just so you know, we can all do those monologues now. We all know them. We've memorized them. I don't know what you're doing. We've memorized them under your breath. So Tuesday we worked, Wednesday we worked, Thursday we worked. Then Friday we're in the theater. Friday.
1: Did you run anything with uh, Spanish to English props or things like
0: that? Did uh, Broken
1: bottles, Anything? anything oh, different? That was hard.
0: They, they couldn't find the right bottles, but I just juggled anything. Okay. That was amazing for the crew because I'm going through trying to get where the beats are in the, bro- in, the, in the monologue and working this out. And then I did something I never do. You know, the rule on broken bottle juggling is I'll never practice it Okay, because you practice it, you can get hurt. Right. So you only do it when, when it's on. But I was so intent on doing the lines and working it out that I just smashed the bottles and just juggle them. And all of a sudden, everybody working stops dead. And Andrew went, wow, that's that's a that's a good trick. Because <laughs> I did a really, uh, we ended up with a theme, mm-hmm. which was, uh, el español no es mi primera lengua. Spanish is not my first language, which I would use to punctuate everything. And on broken bottle juggling, it was a really, really good joke because I went, On the last bottle was really hard. And I went, Motherfucker! Then I stopped, walked to the front of the stage, and said, El Espanol knows mi primera lengua. (laughs) Madre (laughs) mía. And I said to Hondro, Does everybody know motherfucker? He said, Everybody in the world knows motherfucker. There's nobody that doesn't know Americans scream motherfucker. I think even just contextually, you figure it <laughs> out. <laughs> and the really funny part was you would never would have expected this. We did a bit called Spanglish ah. where Hondro uh, explained in Spanish mm-hmm. that some people thought I didn't really understand Spanish. I just learned it by rote. So we were going to prove it. So we got one person up from the audience that spoke English mm-hmm. well. One person of the audience that spoke not a word of English. That we built a wall for Trump between us. And Andro said he was going to speak nothing but English and be American. And then I was going to translate into Spanish to show uh, how well I understood. And then Andro played the Star Spangled Banner and then brought out a cheerleader to dance with and then went all into English. I brought out an eight piece. Brass street band (laughs) to play, like, wedding music, Spanish wedding music behind me. We had the American flag and the Spanish flag, and then Hondra would speak in English. And the joke was that he would say, I have here a perfectly ordinary deck of cards. Perfectly, I'm going to have them shuffled. As you can see, they're all different. Then I'll have one of the cards selected, and I would go, got this. That was just, you know, (laughs) simple comedy 101, right? Sure. But at the end, the cards flip sides. Rather good magic trick. Yeah. Cards flip sides, and then we run to opposite sides. And I start talking English really fast and really aggressively, and the audience went wild. (laughs) 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 Because my Spanish is rather measured. Yes. And slow. (laughs) And uh, when I started speaking English, they were all like, oh, that is (laughs) Ben." Oh, uh, that's great. a really great trick. It was really a great trick. I think we should do it on Fool Us, but... You and Hondra? Uh, me, Hondra, and Teller. We have a oh, yeah yeah Teller. Nice. And we did Misdirection with me doing the whole intro in Spanish. Oh, cool. And we did uh, Broken Bottle Juggling and Nail Gun and Donut. Oh, wow. All in Spanish. And I did Stupid uh, uh, with the thing where I fooled the child with the... With the rope. With the rope. And we brought up a child and I... Asked him all the Spanish. Uh, Como se dice. Cuerta. Uh, Cuerta. Sí, sí, gracias. So it, was, it changed the power balance there.
1: Oh, that's really cool actually. As I did the trick on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's nice. And idea. Uh, what did Hunter do? What tricks did Hunter do?
0: Well, I can't explain to, the, to you on air because it would ruin the trick for some. He did the battle of wishes. Okay. But where I was, I could see none of it. So I heard the Battle of Wishes four times, but did not see a thing that was happening. And the truth is I didn't even hear it because I was running over my next monologue. <laughs> he did pizza. Okay. Uh, Battle of Wishes, his shadows thing, mm-hmm. his map thing, one other, some card in the mouth thing. Nice. It was really great. Yeah. Glenn came down to see one show. Glenn was the only person I knew who saw a show. And he came Friday night, and he said he'd never seen so much hugging on stage. (laughs) You know, first of all, you you finish a bit, and you go backstage, and the crew guy hugs you. (laughs) Bueno, bueno! (laughs) Gracias,
1: gracias, gracias. And it's fair to say, with no disparaging tone, you and Teller are not affectionate.
0: No, no, we're not. But got his would, high five. No, Hondo would jump into my arms after every trick. <laughs> he would sometimes hug me, break away, hug me again, break away, hug me again.
1: Unbelievable.
0: I think it might have been a good show. I've never hit the uh,
1: translate button on Instagram so much, but I went through all the comments on the posts and stuff like that. I mean, people were raving about it and thanking Hondo so much for, for bringing such well, a great be, show to town. Uh,
0: We had had Paella with like 60 magicians after the second show on Saturday. And I think, without exception, everybody said, you're you're not just doing this four times. You're not putting this much work for four. And Honda would just say, hey, you guys saw it.
1: I mean, that is amazingly special, and you really don't know. I mean, it would be
0: lovely to do it again, but you have no clue if you could do it again. The theater owner was knee-deep in his own cup. <laughs> he was like, please don't. <laughs> because the weekend we did it is a weekend all the theaters in Valencia are closed. It's a holiday, and it's too hot, and people all go to the beach. So they don't even bother trying to sell. It's like Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't try to sell tickets. You don't try to sell tickets. And he doesn't sell out anyway. Right. And he was sold out four shows over a weekend We he wasn't going to make a penny. So he said he has a 900-seat theater. <laughs> And he said, let's book it now for next year for seven shows in a row. And we said, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. That's the right move.
1: He's correct. (laughs) I believe with advance notice and how well it went, you could certainly sell out seven shows of that in a larger theater. But there is also something beautiful to just pulling it off the way you did. Yeah.
0: Boom. Yeah. Boom. Done. Was it recorded in any way? It is a terrible, terrible theater for video recording, mm-hmm. there's no good place to put a camera. Yeah, but Hondro put cameras in four bad places. Okay, and recorded all four shows. All right. So he's going to try to put uh, something together. So he can live in some po- some
1: kind of posterity.
0: Yeah, there'll be there'll be some sort of record. There's a lot of stories from Valencia. Yeah, but now a pop quiz. Okay. And ready? Are you in for this? Okay. Okay. Can you drink tap water in Valencia? I would assume yes. Uh, ready? No. Why do? You, why not ready? You don't drink water. Well, you carry water everywhere, right? Right. You don't have a specific reason, right? No. Okay. So Sunday, actually, Sunday at 3 in the morning, I just finished a show. I slept like two hours and then woke up in great distress. Okay. Great distress. Gastrointestinal distress. No more sleeping. I, you know. Just really sick. I mean, crazy sick, like flu sick. So I WhatsApp Hondro, and Hondro comes in and takes a look at me and goes, we got to cancel the show. I, oh, said, I, I said, I'm said i not sure we have to. And he says, uh, what happened? And uh, he called the doctor, and he got pills for me, and he got this electrolytes, and Dr. Hondro took over. And I was shivering and he said, you look terrible? And he said, here's what happened. You were exhausted, you did one show. You had nothing left, you did another show. You then went out and socialized with 60 magicians and you ate and I saw you and it's on video, three huge plates of paella. And he said, you exhausted yourself, you didn't drink enough water and you're dehydrated. And I said, Andro, dehydration does not have those symptoms. And he said, the bad dehydration you had did. I said, no, you're wrong. It's some sort of food poisoning. And he said, ah, paella. And he called the other magicians. No one else was sick. He <laughs> said, also, no one gets sick from paella. Don't say that again. <laughs> he said, but paella does have salt. And he said, that's why you're dehydrated. I yeah. said, no, I've been exhausted before, Hondro. These are not the symptoms. And so Hondro and I argued about that. And finally, he pumped enough electrolytes and drugs into me that I could do the show that night. Although I got to tell you, I was impatient with Tondro's long solo numbers. Come on, (laughs) let's go. I want to be done. I want to go to bed. (laughs) Um, I was exhausted and very, very sick. And I said, I think it's a 24-hour bug or it's food poisoning, but it's not exhaustion and dehydration. It's exhaustion, dehydration. It's not a... So Dr. Gillette... (laughs) And Dr. Dr. Lopez, Lopez. <laughs> we're, we're discussing the whole thing. <laughs> and then the next day, Monday, all the shows are over. We go out with with uh, Julio, who's the best guy in the world, mm-hmm. one of the crew guys, and uh, junk cake Beautiful meal, but I was being very careful, just a fruit and salad and stuff like that. And Hondro uh, uh, and I are talking. The other side of the table is talking. And we're arguing again. Oh, it's terrible how dehydrated you are. <laughs> And finally, I said, I wasn't dehydrated. I had like five glasses of water after the paella. And Hondo said, what what gesture did you just make with your left hand? I said this, you know, turning on the tap. He went, you drink tap water? (laughs) And I swear the whole restaurant went quiet. (laughs) The other side of the table went, they don't speak English. And they went, What? It's just
1: her tap water. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. He went. You can't drink tap water. I said. Well, I I was I was thirsty from the paella, so I came home. I pulled the glass out and I just poured it. Probably did five glasses of water. Hadro <laughs> just froze. He said, well, "How how could you do that?" I said, "Well, why wouldn't I do that?" He said, "You can't you can't drink tap water." I said this isn't Mexico. Right. He said no, it's it's Valencia and the lime content is so high you can't drink water here. He said also we make the paella with tap water and the lime and the chemicals are part of what makes it good but already you're getting a dose you shouldn't have. Right. And I went, "Oh." He said, "So there's no mystery anymore, Ben. There's none." You drank the tap water. And I went, but every, you can drink tap water in Spain. He said, Madrid? Yes. I said, you can drink tap. I said, I'm sure the guy, he said, you cannot drink tap water in Valencia. Really? Right. So when I was flying home, I got into Amsterdam and uh, I got a WhatsApp from Hondro that said, you're in Amsterdam. Don't forget to drink some of the water in the canals. And for the rest of Monday, everybody was going, hey, it's a tap water drinker. Why don't you go have some tap water? <laughs> You're big dope. And then Hondra was saying stuff like, so you uh, you drank five glasses out of the uh, tap. How much you drink out of the toilet?
1: <laughs> Here, we can drink water out of a toilet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we went to the restaurant. Hondra said, uh, yeah, don't forget to stop out and drink some of the urinal water. I went, Hondro, it's, he goes, I said, you know, in, in in India, I knew, you tape over your mouth, you don't have to tape over your mouth, you can brush your teeth, you can do all that, you just can't get that much lime.
1: It's just an amount, in excess of a, an, yeah. uh, an L- LDS or whatever, <laughs> um, LD50 or whatever yeah, it's LD50. called. LD50.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do they do? They,
1: they drink bottled water. They all drink bottled water, wherever yeah.
0: you are? yeah. And I noticed they all drank bot- bottled water. I thought you were just being hoity-toity. <laughs> you just thought you're the fanciest Valencians in town. Yeah. <laughs> I even thought it was odd when he wanted all the electrolytes. He was mixing the powders in. Yeah. And he ordered water up from room service. And I was going, I was going to say something, but I just felt terrible. I just sat there when I don't know why. He's. I guess he doesn't. Isn't have that funny bot-
1: where you don't say the thing? Yeah. And then also you're like, you're. If I really, I really should have said this, and yeah. I never did. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah. That's a weird feeling.
0: The doctor would have given me different stuff. Everything. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. So- I yeah. would have made the same mistake. I'm a very confident tap water drinker Me too. Myself. Me yeah. too. I would have- And Teller orders specifically
0: tap water. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked Piff, and Piff said, I don't trust water anywhere. I don't trust ice. He said, even in the US, they put ice in my drink. I'm uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. And he's from Great Britain. Yeah. I mean, or- Dragonland. In the, the Dragonland of Great Britain, UK. Uh it was uh so I was really sick on Sunday. From Lyme? Yeah. I had Lyme disease. Did Lyme poisoning. Yeah. So someone will write in and say, here's the dosage of lime that makes you sick, and so on. But Hondra was, Hondra was disgusted. With you. Yeah. He was like, uh, <laughs> how could you do that? Yick, yick. You know, you come home, you've had three bowls of salty paella. Yeah, you
1: were like, all I did was like eat the ass of a prostitute. What's going on, guys? Why is everybody treating
0: me so weird. So you go into your hotel room. If you had a salty meal, yeah, you went into your hotel room before you go to bed.
1: What do you do? You said three plates of paella. I got thirsty. Yeah, I just that's, 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 it's a savory dish. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Hmm. That's uh, that's uh, that calls for water for sure. Yes, I would have absolutely drank, especially. I'm staying at a hotel, nice hotel, right? So nice hotel, think, like, especially because you might have American tourists at this hotel. You probably have good tap water. That's what I would. Think. And
0: glasses by the sink, <clears throat> glasses by the sink. <laughs> right, right. Why would they be glasses by the sink? But for your toothbrush, yeah. No.
1: Well. So, and I would, yeah. Ice would bother me too because I, I do. And I like ice. I'm a typical American. I like ice in my drinks.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, the ice. I don't think would hurt you. They have ice in their drinks. Right. That didn't bother them.
1: It's just the amount, right? Yeah. You, you take a lot of ice. I also to told
0: Pedro to after he was already appalled. I said I would get up, go to the bathroom, be sick, then take a drink of tap water. Because <laughs> that's exactly what you do. Right. Exactly. If you're, if you're worried about, you don't <laughs> want to get dehydrated. Yes. <laughs> Oh, do I have to tell you about a restaurant? A restaurant that you will not believe. So fabulous. And for those who are Patreon people, yeah, I will send some pictures okay. that will blow minds. Blow minds. So, of course, I'm an insufferable vegan. Right. So the, uh, the Spaniards, who all want to eat hamon mm-hmm. all the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and shrimp and yeah. seafoods, are pretty much, I mean, not pretty much, they're being very respectful to me, but they're also being pretty often vegan themselves. Mm. I mean, Hondro certainly was. Just joining in the meal. and Yeah, just making sure that that all the orders are right. And Hondro said, when well, they're bringing several different plates to the table, we can't keep track of them, so we're yeah, doing yeah, all yeah. vegan. And they were, you know, uh, he's a superstar over there. Right. So, you know, you're walking around with Tom Cruise when he says, we want to make sure this is vegan. They, they do. They do. So uh, Julio, Mm -hmm. once again, greatest guy in the world. Julio, his son, his nephew, and a friend do all of Hondo's everything. And they're the greatest five guys in the world. That's awesome. Just fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. They do lights, sound, props, everything. Management, they're just everything and they're fabulous. So Julio's a guy about my age, great guy. Uh Andro says, Julio's found us a vegan restaurant. Now, the crew was going to a different place because they were on a different schedule. We were, we were going earlier because they were the asshole Americans. Me and Glenn and Andro are going to go out for lunch. And Julio's walking with us, and he's saying in Spanish, don't go there. I should not have told you to go there. Don't go there. And I said, oh, no, I want to go to a vegan restaurant. That'll be nice. I've been going to restaurants, and they do vegan, but they're they not do a vegan, vegan option, yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, don't go. Don't go. You're not gonna. You're not gonna like. Don't go. We're going, Julio. We're going. So we walk down this alley. This is in the center of Valencia, which is touristy, but also has some mm-hmm. funk. So we go into that borderline tourist funk area. Every city has one, right? <laughs> it's a vegan trap. And there is a corner restaurant that's all open doors. Doesn't say restaurant, doesn't say vegan. Julio's just pointed us in that direction. It's no signage, really, not particularly. We walk in, there's a huge sign that says, Tourists go home. You are not welcome here. In English, tourists go home. You are not welcome here. I have a picture of me by the side. I mean, you don't expect to see a sign that says, tourists go home, you are not welcome here. No, no, no. I mean, with a vegan trap, I
1: was thinking like, you know, tofu on a plate with like a stick and a box over it. But this is a different kind of danger. This was a uh,
0: different kind of danger. Hondro, the one of us that isn't a tourist, yeah. is wearing a hat that says Las Vegas. <laughs> There is a sign up that says anti-speciist, anti-capitalist, trans-feminist, big letters. Wow. Outside the restaurant. I mean, the doors are all open. It's pretty open. All the servers are smoking cigarettes so that all the smoke is wafting in. So it's not a health food restaurant. Right. Then there is a long thing, a long, long Spanish screed uh-huh. on the wall. And I'm reading it through slowly, and Hondo Chris reads it quickly and says, It says, pigs, chickens, cows are our friends. If you make two jokes about animals, you will be thrown out.
1: <laughs> I just want to say that this you're describing the first fully vegan restaurant that would work in Las Vegas.
0: <laughs> and Andro says the only question that matters yeah. two jokes per person or per table? <laughs> <laughs> I said. Ask them. He said I think if I ask them, that's one joke. (laughs) Person comes over to the table, the server. (laughs) Andre says, Can we eat here? And they say, You probably don't want to. There's no menu. There's no prices. You pay what you want. The dishes are over there. You get them yourself. We bring you whatever we want, and you have to go to our website and sign up as a member with your passport number. <laughs> and Andro says we we have to join, and they said yes, but you can fake your passport number. Andro <laughs> says, okay. So then the server just walks away. So Glenn goes to get us dishes, and it says in big letters, ask our pronouns. Wow. (laughs) And the clientele is not your typical tourists. (laughs) (laughs) And then they just bring us food. And you know how when you go to a restaurant and it doesn't have a menu that you look at yeah. they always tell you here's what we're having is a da-da-da-da.
1: yeah yeah
0: it don't tell us a thing no breakdown no just put it down in the middle of the table no way to tell what it is we just serve it good luck right yeah it was good but no idea what we we're eating yeah i mean it's been a while you used to like
1: this i, I love yeah. it i yeah, still yeah. love it
0: yeah yeah I kept saying all the way through, I love this restaurant so much. I love this restaurant so much. And Andre was going, I see why Julio didn't want us to come here. And Glenn's going, "What? what's going on? And I'm going, I just love it. I love it. It's like going to like Charlie Manson's restaurant. And Glenn says, why, why do we have to sign up? I said, well, this is what I'm figuring. They're not a restaurant. They have no license to serve food. Ah. So we are having to join a private club. They can just privately have snacks around. And they can't charge money. Right.
1: So, it's just a guy holding, holding up a, a little club in a shop. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, he's basically like what those Halloween stores do around
0: here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so, I, so uh, the second thing they bring... The server says Chicken McNuggets, puts it down. They do look a little like Chicken McNuggets, but they're vegan. I go, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> Is our server going to be thrown out? Because they got one more. <laughs> 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 I, I can't. Why two jokes? I <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess because at first the policy was one joke and it wasn't, it was was an unprofitable (laughs) endeavor. They they had to learn tolerance to to get in the black.
0: (laughs) And then at the end of the meal, they bring a box, Mm -hmm. just a box and walk away. And Honda goes, I guess we put our money in this box. And he goes, how much? And we go, "Ah." and Honda goes, I feel like we could get in trouble If we leave too much as well as if we leave too little. (laughs) I could just yell at you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what we could do. We're not a charity, you fucking asshole. (laughs) So we put in much too much. Yeah. And then, and this is the part, remember, anti-capitalists. Yeah. They have t-shirts for sale. (laughs) (laughs) Tourists go home. And I said, I want to franchise this in Vegas. (laughs) I said, we would do so well. No tourists, go home. Tourists, you're go not home. welcome. Pay what you want. Anti-capitalist. Yeah. Anti-stupid.
1: Two jokes and get the fuck out. <laughs> Enforcing that is key. <laughs> key, really key. Because honestly, if you're sitting down and someone else gets thrown out, it's part of the experience.
0: Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah. you also just go when I'm dining. As a rule, there's too many jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Two jokes is good. Two jokes. Is I'm good. not sure per table. Maybe per person. One, I think you're not funny. Two, I know you're not funny. (laughs) And three, I'm off my feed.
1: (laughs) I'm annoyed by you. So Let's just just call it what it is. I know two jokes in, whether I like you or I don't.
0: (laughs) I have a little beat on you. So that was the experience. Yeah, yeah. And I got a t-shirt.
1: Oh, I mean... The Do they have online sales? Because that's
0: No, no. I tried to go to online sales, and all it is is it's the sign-up sheet to become a <laughs> <And> intro. <said, laughs> I said to Andre, I said, and we've just joined a terrorist organization. Because oh, the I forget what they said. I forgot what they said. They said, well, we have to tell you to sign up. You don't really have to sign up, but if the police come, tell them you signed up. <laughs> So you're, you're aiding in the bedding, no matter what. Well, I was just saying, are they going to blow up something? and then we're gonna, Our names are going to be, we were there, they were there not making jokes. Some bank, just the windows explode out of the <laughs> bank while you're having faux chicken nuggets. <laughs> exactly. Hondro said, we're just going to, we're going to go to jail. There's going to be a sign up at the theater. Uh, Hondro and Penn. And then oversold out is gonna say, are in jail. <laughs> You're
1: already back here. I don't seem like the show the show is still worth it in my mind, but I am in jail. <laughs> and my mail's getting open for the rest of my life. <laughs> Cause I had vegan paella.
0: <laughs> still no idea we were eating. We're going, I, is this I don't know. Is this like, a, this is some sort of grain thing, right? Like a I think this might be. No, no, fuck no. No. There was nothing Satan at all. No. It was all just whole earth grains. Oh, okay, okay. You know. Pure whole food. Yeah. And they brought a dessert that was some vegan flam. And, <laughs> and you're afraid not to eat it. Right. And then they bring the dish. They put it in the middle of the table. And then you have to go get. Your dishes, <laughs> <laughs> and you got to go get your water. Which Andro said later. Wait a minute, that was tap water.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, yeah. the anti-capitalist group
1: isn't going to do fancy bottled water. Right. Yeah. They have water of the people. Yeah. <laughs> with well-conditioned organs for lime. <laughs> their their livers and kidneys can handle the lime content. The average citizen cannot. That was uh, that was it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, Taurus, go home Taurus, go home You're not welcome here I'll send you those pictures You, can, you uh, can disseminate them Yeah But now, I think I have to pee really badly Okay Because I was talking about all this water So it's a good time That was Penn Sunday School That was Penn
2: Sunday School Cha-cha-cha
0: And to our listening You become naked oh. you not welcome. Go home. You're not welcome here. Two jokes. Two jokes. Two jokes. Get the fuck out. Yeah, the guy yelling, that by. "That's too <laughs> I heard you. Yeah. Go. Also, you're making it. I guess you can't make to the server. It's your own table on I mean, the eavesdropping Probably. <laughs> They're listening to every table. <laughs> Oh, you know we love you. Hey, Matt Donley, getting ready to thank? Yeah, I want to thank uh, the
1: fond people who support us over at patreon.com slash pen. First guy up here is Brian Curry, who has actually uh, hired me to be a magician for him in Washington, D.C. I'm going to D.C., Philadelphia, and Baltimore. Solar Mind shows at the end of July. Um, go to mindnewly.com, check out all those dates. I'll be, I'll be all around the kind of D.C., Maryland, Baltimore area doing about seven or eight shows, including Elkton, Maryland where the discount code of pen. We'll get you 30% off tickets there. But yeah, so thanks, Brian Curry, Jamie Swan, Will Jason, David, I'm going to finger your Kunt Brenner, Tristan Conant, Omar Rivera, Mason Gooch, Sagebrush, Matthew Mishu, Luke Mellon, Eileen Hunter, Jason Andrew Davidson, Peter B. Clark, Matt Williams, Tom Boner-Office McQueen, Soapy Fresh, Dan Griffith, Brad Sherlag, Mike Cavanaugh, Rafiki, Stephen Feldman, Jonathan P., and newrulefx.com.
2: Which makes amazing stuff over there. Check out newrulefx.com.
1: Thanks.